Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now... Here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, your uh, your source for the Texas Rangers on the Fans First Sports Network. And of course, as always, brought to you by Walton's. Walton's everything but the meat. Coming at you on the Premier Health Solutions Hotline. So we are excited to be on tonight doing a little extra special episode because, well, something just happened, CJ, with the Rangers. I believe they have advanced to the American League Division Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Nathan Avaldi's back. Yeah, I look, sure looked that way today. He was dominant. <laughs> six, two, six and two-thirds. I'm CJ Berryman, by the way. You can catch me at CJB underscore RR. Oh, yeah. Next. I'm Ben Dieter. Unless you want to bitch at me about the Rangers drinking too much champagne and partying <laughs> the night after. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, welcome, today, to all our, welcome to all our new listeners, Houston fans that want to troll. We're glad yeah. to have you because it still gives us money when you listen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So thank you. And no, you've all looked amazing today. 
Eight Ks and six and two thirds. Every pitch that he was thrown, that he throws, was working. The curve, the split was nasty. The fastball wasn't as hard as he's been throwing or that he was throwing before the injury. You know, he's hitting 96, 97, 98 pretty regularly before the injury, but he was hitting, uh, I think he topped out at 97. Uh, saw a lot of 94, 95, 96, which I'm, obviously if you're throwing mid 90s, you're, you're, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that the split coming off of that, the curveball uh, on that uh, glove side part of the plate, he, he mixed in a cutter here and there. The slider was awesome. I mean, everything that he was throwing today was just on point. He had them off balance and the offense. Really showed up big with a couple home runs. First, first home runs. They they didn't hit no home runs uh, in the first game. It was four nothing, um, thanks to a few Rays errors. But and I'll say this, Ben, and you might agree or disagree. A lot, uh, a couple of those errors at least. The Rangers forced by being aggressive. Yep, and they were hitting the ball real damn hard. So and they did. They were today too. They were hitting the ball hard. Even even the outs were loud outs. You know, line drives or deep ball balls or, or whatever the case may be. So would you agree, you know, they, they'll blame it. They'll blame the race defense for the loss yesterday, but you got to score runs, number one. Yep. And number two, the Rangers were really putting the pressure on on the base paths. Well, the Rangers still struggled struggled with running and scoring position yesterday, they but they did, did not they did not today. And it, I feel like this offense is starting to hit on all cylinders again like they were earlier in the year. And usually when the Rangers – start like this they rip off a streak of eight nine ten wins in a row yeah, so this is, you know, this is where they this is the time to do that yeah this is the, the, the team that was on the field the last two days was the team that we got so used to seeing earlier in the season when we had that six and a half game lead in the west yep. and if they if they if that's what we're, we're getting ready to see oh man um yeah and i mean that both you and i had them pick to lose this series yeah and, and it wasn't like we had, you know, we had good reason to for it. And if you want to go back and listen to the podcast from a couple of days ago, feel free. But, but we we stated our cases. And well, and one thing we talked about there was the only way the Rangers could win is if that offense showed back up and was right. productive, which and, is exactly what happened in this series. And God believe, or God, who would have known the bullpen was outstanding? Okay, yeah, let's start. I wanted to start. To, let's start okay. with the pitching. Let's start with Jordan Montgomery. My goodness, man, what a start. The Work Rangers need start. to, the, the, uh, side note, the Rangers need to tie him up for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. They, they need to, to sign him to an extension and keep him around. But the diving catch he had yesterday. On and then butt. just Yep. <laughs> and then just the way that he pitched yesterday, the way he dominated Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah, the errors and stuff played into it, but the Rays could not figure him out. And it was, and like you said, and then look at the bullpen come in, uh, Aroldis Chapman, perfect inning, Jose Leclerc, perfect inning yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all the pitching, no runs, nine innings, no runs. Mm-hmm. The Rangers win that game four to nothing. I mean, really, but besides Evan Carter, the pitching was the story of that game. Absolutely. Montgomery, I mean, that was a workhorse ball game. Yeah, seven innings, a shutout ball, didn't walk anybody. Yep. <laughs> six hits and five Ks. And then, as you mentioned, Chapman came in in the eighth, which is where I think right now uh, he needs to be. And Leclerc looks real. This is the Leclerc from a few years ago. The, yes. Yes. The hot, the, just the super promising guy that the, they signed the extension to yep. pre arb, you know, pre arbitration. This is the guy that, that we thought we were going to be getting. 
and he was humming it 98 miles an hour topping out and but it was at regular 98 miles yeah. an hour whether on a regular basis but then you had josh spores today with an inning a third and a strikeout uh, of work after they pulled uvaldi in, in a seventh inning so six and two-thirds from uvaldi again eight k's six hits yeah one one run and no walks as well uh aside from the bullpen yesterday i think they had one walk uh, i believe leclerc had a walk yes the rangers walked yeah the rangers staff walked one hitter correct in the entire in two team. games yeah and then you look you mentioned spores you know have you watched any of the post game spores mentioned that it kind of sucked getting beat up like he did there for a little while while he was trying to yeah. regain his stuff you know he said how do you go from being as good as he was to being as bad as he was and now back to he said i feel like i've got it again and he looked like it today as well as leclerc's second straight day my i was impressed that leclerc got himself into a little trouble and then got himself out of it yeah he did and, the, and to be honest the the first hit that he gave up it, it wasn't that was a good pitch it, yes, it, wasn't it was a bad pitch. It was right on the corner slider. Yeah, uh, it, hitter just did a great job. I can't remember who was up. Uh, did a great job of, of just sitting back on it and, and and waiting for it to come to the plate and and slapping it. But uh, the second one was a, it was right down the middle. Yeah, uh, but he but he recovered and he recovered and he went to a three ball uh, full count on the on the last hitter and and ninety eight miles an hour right on the low inside quarter and ball game. Yeah, he he recovered, and uh, I like how the uh, the announcers because they never see the Rangers, you know. Mm. So they see Leclerc out there, and he just looks like he's just hanging out on the beach. Yeah, they said he looks like he's just yeah. so chill. That's always what he looks like, though. Mm-hmm. That's just that, that's the way he looks. He's just obviously unflappable. And if you start seeing him get, look a little concerned, then we need to be concerned. I would agree even, with that. 100%. Even, yeah, even when he was struggling. You know, he we were we were on the on that uh, that side of, of we might be having to DFA clerk early in the year. I mean, I yeah. was. Yep. I admit it. And yeah, I didn't think he would recover. I that boat stuck with him and stuck with him and stuck with him. One and, thing I'll give and you talk about a guy that's unflappable. You look at Boach no matter what the score is and he looks exactly the same every time. Now, you know, he does get mad from time to time when things don't go. You know, with the, when That's bad the calls kind of happen. Facial expression changes. Yeah, it's when he gets mad. But other than that, I mean, they're down ten to one. They're up ten to one. His expression is exactly the same. Yep, and it's it's nice to have. I mean, the, it, up and down the roster, and they were talking about Evaldi today that he changed the culture yeah. of of the, the the locker room. They said that whenever uh, all the rookies that made that made the club out of spring training, he bought them watches. Yeah. So that's 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 neat, and we've talked about his leadership. We've heard a lot of things about, you know, grouping up the, the pitching staff to watch guys throw bullpens and stuff like that. It's just it's a different mentality from what we're used to. Yes, and it's have fun when it's time to have fun, and then bear down when it's time to bear down, and then obviously you're not going to be having fun if you're losing. And yeah, you know they get pissed off about it, and obviously they were pissed off about the Mariners series. And probably just they just look tired. I was tired. Yeah. I mean, it just just watching them, I was that you could just feel it. You know, they were tired. Yep. But I agree. They were definitely alive these past two nights. All right, let's take a short break, and then we will talk about the offense, which was also amazing. This is the Ranger Report podcast.
All right, welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Um, let's start by talking about a guy who is seven for his first eight or, or reached base, seven of the first eight postseason of bats he had. And by the way, uh, after yesterday's game, Evan Carter had more uh, postseason hits than Mike Trout. That was funny. I, uh, you and I both got in on that. <laughs> Mike Trout has what one hit? Yeah, and yeah, Evan Carter. Carter had two yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Evan Carter this week has shown that he could be a five-tool player, game changer. Um, I mean, he he came out after after getting on base four times yesterday and walked in the first at bat, worked a three-two count, and in the second at bat, jumped on a, a sweeper that was just left over the middle of the plate and blasted it out to right field. And that was a four-run inning after he, Josh Young had that bloop single to right to score a run. And then uh, the Rangers got uh, another run uh, on a, t- but Laoti uh, got a base hit. Or I'm trying to, I think I'm backwards on that. But anyways, they had two runs and then scored two runs earlier in the inning. And then Carter came in and hit that two run home run and really broke it open and allowed the Rangers to relax a little bit. I mean, they looked more relaxed and it, I mean, they knew they started having fun. They knew, hey, we're, we're rolling. Well, I mean, the the dude has only been twenty one for a year and a half. I mean, I talked to him at Frisco Media Rough Riders uh, Media or Frisco Rough Riders Media Day earlier this year. I mean, that's where he was to start the season. You know, was with was with the Frisco Rough Riders, and this dude has come up. And I have never. I mean, I've seen a lot of baseball. You've seen a lot of baseball. I don't remember a rookie with the plate discipline that this dude has. Man, he does not swing outside of the zone. Ten percent is what they said his chase rate is, which is oh, unbelievable. It's 9%. Nine, it's, yeah. nine percent. Yeah. 9% chase. I mean, unbelievable the way he's played the, the first series of the playoffs. Well, and they've, they said that when they talked to him about it, how hard he works on it, he's like, I don't. Yeah. Which was hilarious. <laughs> I just he's like, I don't it. work on it. It's just go out I there did, and do it. I, I just, I'm just able to do it. I was born with it, you know? So yeah. That, and then defensively, I mean, he is a defensive upgrade to anyone we've had in left field all year. Yeah, that's why I mentioned the five-tool player part because he's yeah. got it. He's probably either he or Laoti. I mean, throw, let them run a forty against one another and see which one's faster. <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be fun. But yeah. he's got amazing speed. He's an excellent glove in the outfield. He's got a good arm. Obviously, he hits very well. He takes a, he 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 can take walks. Yep, he can hit with power. He can he can get you know work the count, and get a base hit. If need be, it's it's a guy that can do whatever he wants to on the field when he's when he's on, and right now he's on. And he's okay. needless to say, and that's your that's your left fielder moving forward. And right now, until unless something happens, something changes, and you put him in center, Laoti's going to man center field as long as he's here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Carter and left, and and Adolis and right for for the next few years at least sounds pretty pretty damn good. But yeah, to, to, you can't underestimate. Or, or understate what Carter did over the past. Well, are they do are they in the playoffs and do they win this series without him? I don't know no. that they do. No, I mean it, you know it was bad when Adolis went down with that knee injury, but if that doesn't happen, I don't think the Rangers call Carter up. And no, then, I don't either. I, I, I mean, you know, this happened with Jerkson Profar. It happened with Nomar Mazara. Guys that get called up because they have to because of an injury Rignan that wind Odor. up wind up yeah Rugnetador that wind up staying. You know, and hopefully Evan Carter works out better than Rugnetador and Nomar Mazara, yeah. but. You know, uh, if this dude can stay healthy, this dude is going to be, I mean, I'll just say, I think he's a superstar in the making. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to me, it's, and I, I thought about this, like me, me talking about it on the podcast is, you know, mentioning this on the podcast, kind of be sacrilege, but he's got Mike Trout 
left-handed Mike no. Trout written all yeah. over him. And just with his with his demeanor and his attitude and his his couth. Well, and remember when the Rangers drafted him, most people said who? Like who well, is nobody this had so, him on their list at well, all. Kudos to the I mean the scouting department of the Rangers, yeah. brilliant, brilliant to see they Evan Carter out. and get take him in the second round. People thought they were nuts. Yeah, they were they were laughing at us. And, and now now they're like, who is this kid? They're not laughing now. And There's still you. people asking who he is. He's the oh, Rangers' well, number one prospect. There's still people asking yeah. who he is. There's still Rangers. Fans. He passed Jack Leiter, Kumar fans. Rocker. He's higher than Wyatt Langford. You know, he he is the number one prospect. And because he barely played, he will be a rookie next year. So watch rookie. out, rookie of the year campaign. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's let's talk about the other rookie. <laughs> who should have been rookie of the year had he not had the injury, Josh Young, who also had a really good series offensively and defensively. Yeah, especially today. He's three for four. Yeah. All extra base hits. Yep. And he had an excellent game defensively. Um, he was just – can't say enough about Josh Young either, the future that he's got. Yeah, yeah. Getting, getting a full year under his belt. And, and like we talked about on the last podcast with all the young guys, there's a lot of them on here that haven't yeah. played this deep into a season. Yep. A lot. Not even close to playing a season with this much with, – with this many games. So – yeah, it's a learning I mean, experience as well. That left side of the field, how young is it? You know, you got young, you got Evan Carter, and even if you count down down to home plate, Jonah Heim, Jonah you got Heim. three fairly young players that are making a huge impact in this first Leody. postseason run the Rangers have had in seven years. Adolis is also, yeah. you know, he, he doesn't have hardly. I don't think mm-hmm. he has any playoff. Experience no, he does. He has no playoff experience. And so that <laughs> man, he hit he went he hit a curveball away yeah or a sweeper away so i guess yeah. that's what we're calling sweeping sliders yeah i now. think we're calling them sweepers now yeah. but i guess there's a regular slider and a sweeping i don't <laughs> they change whatever. it all the time it anyways so he, he waited back on a slider and hit it on the outside outer half of the plate pulled it and yeah. i mean just absolutely clobbered it that just shows you how strong that dude is and you know, well, and Seeger Seeger is hitting, still hitting just fine. Yeah, he, he everything that he hit that Seeger hit was hard. Like, yeah, you could hear the, and the way the bat sounded yeah. in, the, in that dome. Yeah, pop, I yeah. mean, just a loud popping each time Seeger made contact. Yep. So, it's so, this this has been the last two days were a bunch of fun. I, I will eat crow. I'll eat crow because I said, oh, same here. But you're the one that actually kind of covered yourself, and you said you could see a, a sweep either way. Yeah, so. I did, but I didn't. I mean, I was saying that because I'm a Rangers fan and I wanted it, but mm-hmm. I thought if they won it, it would be two to one, and I thought it would be very, very close. I didn't think it would be 11 to one scoring differential, and the Rays just look flat. Like, I mean, like they didn't even belong there, which they right. did. Don't get me wrong. They won 99 games, I think. Yes, and it yeah. was their first 12 games they won, is what I 13, 13, 13, 13, first 13. 13. Well, but they won 99. I mean, they belonged there. They just got outplayed. They did. They flat out did. They looked flat yesterday, like you mentioned. And today was just. Today they, they did what the Rangers had been doing. They they got they finally got people in scoring position, but they couldn't do anything with them once they got them there. Mm-hmm. They the team uh, the team buckled down. The pitching yeah. staff buckled down both times. Uh, yeah, Uvalde did give up a run, but whoop de do. So my my MVP would be Evan Carter for this series. How about you? I, I guess I, I got two. I guess the, the okay. pitching staff as a whole only. See, I was th- that was the other one I was thinking. Yeah, only giving up one run in eighteen innings. That's awesome. Yeah. But as, if you want to go with a player, it's hard for me not to go for a, go with a pitcher. I'm gonna go with. I am. I'm gonna go with Jordan Montgomery because 
He set after, the tone. You know what? The, he coming off that Seattle series, losing three or four, and and everybody's you know we're all down on them. We're just yeah. like, yeah, they're going to be. I mean, the way they go, they went into the playoffs. It's going to be a quick, quick exit, first round yeah. exit. Jordan Montgomery went out there, and and was the man. Yeah, and shut them down, and allowed you know it allowed the Rangers' offense to get into gear to to make some plays, make to make Tampa Bay have to make difficult plays that could yeah. have been made, obviously, but but force some errors and just have fun on the base paths. So I'm going to go with Jordan Montgomery because he set the tone with his performance yesterday and getting that game one win. I don't disagree with that. And uh, as a former Rangers manager who took him to the playoffs said, that's how baseball go. That's how baseball <laughs> and that's the way baseball go. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So the Rangers have the Orioles coming up now, a, a seven game series. Um, or is it five game? I think we're going five, five. Sorry. Yeah. ALDS is five game series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five game series against the uh, Baltimore Orioles who we split. Three and three. We'll talk about that. I think we'll do a show on Friday. CJ and I talked about it off the air, previewing it once we know how the starting rotation is going to line up. Yeah, know right a little now, bit more about the series. Right now, it's to be determined. And going into Saturday, let's see. That's going to give. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery will have a regular rest. Well, he'll have four days of rest. Yeah. Yeah, he'll have regular four days of rest. Yeah. Uh, Uvalde the same. Dane Dunning will have a lot of rest. So. That's, yeah, I, I could I, see him I, starting Dunning in game one or Montgomery. I could. Because uh, Dunning hasn't pitched in a while now. I could see him starting Dunning and then doing Montgomery and then Evaldi. But the Rangers will make that decision later this week. Today, they need to celebrate without anyone doubting that, you know, they shouldn't be celebrating. I mean, it's just a, you know, your first playoff win in 12 years. Why should you celebrate it? Yeah. And by the way, they're 7 and 0 in the playoffs against. At that's Tropicana that's Field. that's incredible. At Tropicana Field, seven and oh, they it, own Tropicana Field. <laughs> it's it's Texas Rangers Tropicana Field now. Yeah, it is. It might as well be. Uh, geez, I mean, seven and oh in playoff games against yeah. against Tampa Bay. That's un, that's unheard of, and that's a team that Tampa Bay. They're in the playoffs. They're in playoff contention almost every every single year. year. Yeah, every single year they always come up with talent. They they do the right things. They their farm systems excellent. Their co- their coaching period is excellent. I mean, look at the guys. A former Ranger uh, came on to pitch last night. Lefty uh, uh, Diekman, Jake Diekman. Yeah, Jake Diekman. He got released. He got DFA'd from Chicago. Had an eight ERA. He yeah. goes over to Tampa Bay. Bam, his ERA low gets lowered to four. Yeah, just like that, and he's pitching in the playoffs. Yeah, and there's somebody else that, I'm, that I was thinking about that they had. Well, I gotta, uh, yeah, I gotta admit, I'm a big fan of, of, I'm a big fan of Kevin Cash. I think he's a great manager. I think he's doing a great job in Tampa. Yeah, they're they're the Tampa Bay. I mean, going in there and winning seven, being seven and zero in Tampa Bay, that's that's something to to write home about. It really I mean, it's is. One of the, it's one of those fluky things in baseball that you just can't mm-hmm. explain. Why do the Rangers? I mean, it doesn't happen during the regular season. They lose there all the time during the regular season. Mm-hmm. But you put the Rangers against the Rays in the postseason, and they cannot be beat. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's one of those. I mean, we played it. We played them three times in the postseason, and we've won all three series. All three series. Yeah. So that's, that's very that's 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 a fact. And the but Rangers have played Baltimore. The Rangers have played Baltimore before. It wasn't in the playoffs, so it was no, a play. In, it was a play in game. That, yeah, that play in. It was a play in game that, that we lost. Yeah, Son- Joe Saunders pitched for uh, Joe pitched Saunders, for Baltimore. Yeah. That was the Josh Hamilton. I don't give a shit game. That was he yeah. Saw eight pitches and four at bats. And that and was the one like three of them back to the pitcher. Yeah. It, was, it was horrible. 
but yeah, so they have played Baltimore, didn't go well, but they split with Baltimore this this season, like we said, three and three. So it ought to be that ought to be a fantastic series. Good pitching. It's all it really all comes down to can the Rangers bullpen continue mm-hmm. to throw up zeros? Right. Yeah. It, that's that's the case. And they're if, if their they lineup is, their lineup is sneaky. And, and again, we'll yeah. we'll dig more into it over the next few days yeah. as we as we gear up for Saturday whenever they they, they resume. In yeah. the ALDS, but the, right now we don't know who's pitching. It's TBD for both sides. Yeah, and we will we'll we'll do our homework and we'll get in on that one. We'll have Tyler come in as well. Yep, and we'll we'll uh, we'll look, we'll look forward to maybe uh, we'll do a maybe do more, a four, more Texas maybe, maybe we'll do a foursome. I might get see if Kane can come on too, and we'll have yeah, a, let's do that. Have a, sort of like a roundtable about the uh, the Baltimore series because you know, in my opinion, from here on out, it's just cake. Like we didn't expect him to get this far. So now it's just like, it's fun. We get to talk about it. We get to keep watching baseball, whether they win or lose. This is a way better season than anyone predicted the Texas Rangers would have in 2023. It's been, it's been extremely fun. And Bruce Bochy said this yesterday that the the Texas Rangers, this team, he said he's never seen something like this before. Yeah. He's never seen a season like this before. He's never managed a season like this before. And that dude, obviously he's managed a lot of games. He's top five and wins. As a manager, so yeah, it's it's there's, at times it's been extremely exciting, at times it's been extremely depressing. Yeah, but but as yeah, they say, you get in the in the dance, anything can happen, and we saw that over the last two days. Just get in there, you yeah. know. Even though, yeah, it sucked that we didn't win the division and we didn't have to work. But I think it it may have been a blessing in disguise because you yeah. go in there and you sweep Tampa Bay. And now you've got all the momentum run, in the world. Now you're taking a lot of mo- yeah, taking a lot of momentum into that series with Baltimore. So this may have been a blessing in disguise, y'all. I mean, and I didn't want to mention this, but I'm going to just one just one mention of it. Houston sucks at home, and they have home field advantage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the Astros had a losing record at home this year. The Rangers swept the Astros in Houston yep. earlier in the year, really early. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, then they didn't win again. <laughs> but, yeah, but no, I mean, they but came, Houston, they came and swept us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they, anni- they annihilated us in that the ball series. All over the place. Yeah, we had uh, <laughs> that was where what Altuve had thirty five home runs or whatever yeah. in that series. Yeah, Austin Hedges was our best pitcher. And look for everyone who is who is you know, I don't know what to call the Astros fans on Twitter that are going nuts. But I mean, you guys have been the cream of the crop for the last six years. There's no denying it. You guys have been one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball. And, you know, I think, in my opinion, it's fun that both teams are good. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who wins this year, if the Astros go all the way, congratulations to them. I won't be happy about it, but congratulations to them. If the Rangers go all the way, awesome. But I think just the possibility of a Texas and Houston ALCS is just, I get shivers thinking about how amazing it would be to watch Texas would, and Houston play in the ALCS. It would make that rivalry so much hotter. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And I think at least for the next year or two, both teams are going to be pretty good. And then I think Houston's going to be in some trouble because they have no, no minor league system whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's just like, and we, you and I've talked about it a lot, but it's just funny how much Houston fans care about, <laughs> about the Rangers and, and, and trolling the fans and trolling the beat writers. The, yeah. what, what, what happened with Emily Jones is yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. But uh, to be uh, to be fair, so a bunch of Houston fans also agree that it was unacceptable. So well, it's not like I don't want to lump them all into one. It was a no, couple. No, of, no. It was a couple of morons that did it. Not not your regular Houston fan base. And that's where I think I don't, X, what it is now, it needs to start 
uh, figure out a way. I mean, uh, Twitter's just become harassment central. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It has. And so it, they got to figure out a way to, to curb that, but I'm, that's not my job. <laughs> but healthy, healthy debate between us and Astros fans is so much fun. Yeah, like, it know, is. Especially now that we're both good, like trash talking back and forth is a blast during that series in Houston with the iconic picture of Simeon telling Mount all down on a quiet down, like brilliant stuff, man. And then Houston getting us back in Texas. I mean, that's what you want. You want a real rivalry where the players don't like each other either. Like, yeah. like the Cowboys and Redskins used to be back in the old days of the NFL. Yeah, like the Cowboys and Eagles have been for for a while now. Yeah, for a long time. You yeah. want two teams that actually don't. I mean, you don't just want the fans not to like each other. You don't want the players to like each other. Yeah, the play well with and with the Rangers and the Blue Jays. That was yeah, that was a real rivalry. Hated each other. Yeah, they did. hated yeah, each other. Yeah. But now this is this is super exciting, and and we're just riding on the we're just. We're just yeah, I mean, hotels right like now. I said, it's all cake at this point. I'm excited about the ALCS. It's the first time I've been excited about or ALDS. I'm sorry, I've been I'm getting ahead of myself. I've been ex- first time yeah. in a long time, I've, and I've been excited about the ALDS. <laughs> Looking forward to it. CJ and I and Tyler and maybe Kane will break it down on Friday for you guys. Leading into that series, I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay. Well, not really a prediction, but just to look out for this. Don't be surprised if Evan Carter's hitting third. No, I'm on no, Saturday. Yeah. Don't be surprised because he almost, from what I was told, almost hit third today. So I mean, why not? Yeah, don't be surprised if you see Evan Carter in the three spot. He does not seem to be phased by the fact that it's the playoffs. Nope, nope, not at all. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, we enjoy doing this. Obviously, that's why we do it. But we wanted to get on here pretty quick after that game to uh, to just enjoy enjoy it, bask in the glow, if you will, a little bit of that uh, seven to one victory today. Josh Spores, Jose Leclerc, and uh, of course Nathan Navaldi. Such a fantastic day today. Offense came through. Uh, you know, stealing bases, just all around the kind the kind of game that can turn a season around. And this is the time that you want to turn your season around and start playing like you did back in April and May. Absolutely. It's again, we're just riding their coattails. We're going to enjoy the ride as long as it goes. And hopefully it goes on for, for a couple, for a long time now, right? Till we, till we get to the very, very, very end. But right yep. now it's just, no matter what happens, we're just going to have fun. We are. All right, guys, we will talk to you on the next one. Deuces. Toosies. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.